Amen. All right. Let's turn over to Acts chapter number one. Is keep your finger there uh, where you're already at. Uh, but in Acts chapter number 1, uh, I, of course, it's Missions Emphasis Month, and, and I've already mentioned that, but uh, looking forward to the mission, um, uh, missionaries that present, those that we already support being here, uh, putting missions in front of us, and uh, there'll be a lot of messages surrounding that. Uh, and uh, some of those messages, you know, it's about uh, giving and uh, participating uh, in missions, our Faith Promise commitments that will take up the first week in November. Uh, if you've never been a part of Faith Promise missions, I'll encourage you through the next weeks to, uh, to start and to do that. And uh, you, you cannot give the Lord, and, uh, and uh, there's things that belong to the Lord, like our tithe and, uh, and stuff. But uh, when we give by faith to missions uh, and it's fruit to our account, uh, it's just a wonderful privilege and a blessing to be able to participate uh, in missions. And so I don't want you to miss out on the blessings. Uh, so I'm going to encourage you, if, you, if you're not doing that, to do it. Uh, and I unapologetically um, uh, communicate that it takes finances to do that. Uh, and, and, I, and I say enough about it that, uh, that uh, if you're new here, uh, when a missionary comes to raise support to go to a field, I never want them to feel uh, that they are out of place uh, or feel like they can't say it or talk about it because it's like uh, it's not even an elephant in the room here. It shouldn't be. Uh, it, it takes money uh, to send missionaries to foreign fields. They, many of them can't work uh, uh, there in those countries and they've got families to support. Uh, and we have a responsibility. And so, so there's all kinds of and I could And I could really, I love preaching about missions. Uh, and faith promise, and I'll go other places and preach on it, uh, and I could preach on it and preach on it and preach on it and just never really run out of, uh, of information. Uh, and, uh, but those are other messages uh, for other days. Uh, and, but we are missionaries right here uh, in Puyallup, Washington. If you agree with that, say amen. amen. Uh, it's a loaded question. We are, uh, of course, uh, missionaries. Uh, right where we are. We, we talk about that. We sing songs about that with our children uh, and children's ministry, uh, ministries about being missionaries right where Jesus has them and we're right where Jesus has us. Uh, we are to communicate uh, the gospel. Uh, over in the book of Acts in chapter number one, remember uh, we already read uh, Jesus' illustration to pray that God would send forth laborers into a harvest that is ready. Uh, the harvest field is ripened uh, there is work for us to do, uh, and, uh, and he asked them to pray. Uh, but in Acts chapter number 1, as we uh, finish the Gospels, and uh, we have uh, the risen Christ, uh, who is making himself known to his disciples and many witnesses, the Bible says. Uh, he's communicating to them some last words uh, before he ascends uh, into heaven. Uh, and we're going to read those here in a second. Uh, one of the, I guess, not one of, it's, it's a primary thing that I talk about with people uh, now, uh, is everybody's wondering about um, end time stuff. Uh, you know, everything like, oh, you know, is the, uh, you know, is the vaccine the mark of the beast? Uh, let me answer for you. No, uh, it isn't. Uh, there's timelines, there's things that God's revealed about those things. And, uh, and we, uh, we get paranoid about different stuff. We are interested Obviously, if we're Christians, we are looking forward to Jesus coming back. Amen? Uh, and uh, we'd, we'd have it to be sooner than later, uh, and we hope for his return. Uh, so it's been a topic of conversation uh, with, that I've had with people time and time and time again. 
uh, and, and quite uh, honestly about that, uh, there's a lot of that that I'm tired of talking about. Uh, and, uh, because, and, and here's the reason why. Uh, God's to, God told us to uh, prepare for His return, um, but preparing for His return, uh, He didn't instruct us to stockpile um, food uh, and, uh, and do all these different things. In fact, He didn't really tell us to go about convincing everybody that it's the end times. Um, you know, um, God's going to reveal that and make, you know, make that known, uh, but, but people talk about it. They're, it's about prophecy and is he coming back? When's he going to be? And we want to put a time on it. And if anybody that you know and hear, they write a book, they have a podcast, and they say, Jesus is coming back on such and such a date, they're a heretic. Uh, they don't know. The Bible says it's going to be a surprise. Uh, it'll be like a thief in the night. It'll be uh, something that takes us, um, uh, that we're not, we're not ready for it. And the Bible is clear uh, about that. Uh, and uh, in Acts chapter number 1, uh, he is, uh, he's giving these instructions to them. Verse number 6, he says, When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? I mean, they, they were curious. They thought, they thought the Messiah, that Jesus came and was going to set up an earthly kingdom. When he was crucified, uh, they, were, they were upset. They were confused. Uh, they, they didn't understand. We know uh, in part why they didn't uh, in the plan of God uh, because Jesus needed to go to the cross. He, that's the reason he came uh, was to provide for our salvation. And, uh, and, and just like anybody else, uh, you know, uh, they would have defended him and tried to keep him from that. We know, of course, with Malchus and uh, the garden. And uh, so, so even though Jesus revealed the plan, uh, he, there were things that he did uh, to ensure that uh, this would take place because Jesus uh, needed to go to the cross of Calvary. Uh, and uh, so now he's, he's risen from the, from the dead, and they're like, well, now, now is the time? Uh, is it now, Lord, that you're going to set up your, your earthly kingdom? And he said unto them, verse number seven, he answered, he says, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Um, that was um, very kind uh, Bible speak from our Lord uh, that it could be easily translated, it's none of your business. It just isn't your business. Uh, it's, it's, my, it's the Father, uh, it's, it's for Him to know uh, when the kingdom is going to be restored and, uh, and all of that. And, uh, and so when Christians are asking me, is it, is it the time? Is Jesus coming back? Is, is what's going on in the world? And uh, what's over here and that? And, uh, and uh, boy, this is a trial run for the mark of the beast. And we're just constantly, constantly uh, thinking about these things. And, uh, and, uh, and I just want to say, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's none of your business. Um, if Jesus is coming back, he knows when he's coming back. Uh, and, and when they, the disciples, asked him that question, he responded, uh, It's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his power, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, verse number 8, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So if the Lord uh, is coming back today or tomorrow, whenever it is, we don't know. Um, the Bible's filled with Scripture about, uh, about being ready uh, and uh, what we're supposed to do until he comes back. Uh, but when they asked him the question, he basically said, uh, never mind, go be witnesses. That's really what he said. Uh, and, uh, and I'm going to empower you uh, to do so. 
Uh, and uh, the parallel passage for that is the end of the Gospels, uh, where we have like Mark 16, 15, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Uh, and then Matthew chapter number 28, where we're going to find uh, most of our time. So let's turn there uh, this morning, Matthew chapter number 28. And uh, so um, if you're concerned uh, about, and again, r- rightly, so there's a lot of things to be concerned about. Um, you know, the, the world's a difficult place to live in, uh, but I'm thankful that it's temporary. I'm thankful that I'm a pilgrim uh, passing through, uh, that this world's not my home, uh, that, uh, that uh, I'm a citizen of heaven, uh, and, uh, and that is a blessing. Every time I've gone abroad to different places, uh, I remember like uh, as I was going to go into Kenya, um, it was at a time where uh, on the tail end of some elections and there were all kinds of riots uh, and, uh, and craziness that was going on. And we didn't know if I was going to be able to land in Nairobi. Uh, and because on the trip from Nairobi to Nakuru, just recently, uh, Brother Hall, uh, they're, they're driving through riots, got all their stuff stolen out of the back of truck, the truck, and, uh, and it was just absolute pandemonium. Uh, and I said, well, I said, get all that fixed before I get there uh, and, uh, and worked it all out. Uh, and, of course, they didn't. And it was, there was a lot of chaos and a lot of stuff. But, but the, here's the way that I looked at that. I looked at it, A, I'm, um, I'm in God's will, and there's no safer place to be than in God's will. I, I knew God wanted me to go to Kenya and to be there. So I wasn't afraid of, of uh, the circumstances and, and to the extent that uh, it would cause me harm. If it did, it would all be in the will of God. And, and I just, I wasn't going to concern myself with it because God says we're not to fear those things. And, uh, but the other thing was, it's like, I'm just here for a little bit. This isn't, this isn't my home. This isn't my country. Uh, I'm a visitor. Uh, I have a job to do as an ambassador for Christ here in Kenya. Uh, and, uh, and I'm going to be here for a little bit. And then I'm going to go back uh, to America, uh, where there's never any chaos uh, and uh, turmoil. Uh, and uh, uh, so uh, my point being uh, that uh, it was going to be short-lived, and I didn't belong there. I belonged somewhere else. Uh, I'm a citizen of America. So I could endure um, the difficulties uh, for a short amount of time, knowing that I was going home, all right? And the same thing applies to us. Uh, you're here, uh, and uh, you live in Puyallup or whatever, and, uh, and uh, you're in America, it's difficult times, but your citizenship, if you're saved, is in heaven. You're just passing through, and, it's a, and, and, and if you believe, um, you know, if you can apply my life as a vapor to everything under the sun, but you can't apply it to the fact that uh, we're living in perilous times, um, it, you, you need to. You need to apply it to that as well. It's going to be over in a blink of an eye. Our life is that short, uh, and uh, and if it's uh, if the wheels come off, uh, and uh, and there's famine and disaster and there's everything else, it's going to be tough. But it's a blink uh, in the in the uh, you know as we compare that to eternity, uh, and it'll be over uh, very fast in that way. Is everybody good? Amen. Uh, and uh, and I'll continue. So uh, we have in here uh, Matthew chapter twenty eight. Uh, the Great Commission. Uh, I've entitled this message, The Gross Omission, uh, because I feel like we're failing the Lord uh, in this area. Uh, we're concerned uh, about uh, events. We're concerned about biblical timelines. We're concerned 
about what that means for us. And, uh, and I've even related, you know, uh, in recent weeks that uh, it's important for us to share the gospel with people uh, because we've learned uh, that, uh, that it's going to be difficult for most people to make it through a tribulation period uh, and endure. And, and again, uh, not to get into it, with prophecy and prophetic timelines of tribulation and when the Antichrist is revealed and the mark of the beast and different stuff, um, if you believe the Bible, then you know, you know, you know uh, that a vaccine is not the mark of the beast. All right? Uh, you either got to believe the Bible uh, or you, here's what we have trouble with with some Christians. They don't believe the science and they don't believe the Bible. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, there are basket cases. Uh, about everything, uh, and uh, and I'm just even if you uh, even if you don't believe the science, uh, please 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 believe the Bible uh, and what God has laid out. So let's read uh, in Matthew chapter number 28 uh, some of the verses there. Verse 16 says, "When uh, then the eleven disciples uh, went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them, and when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted." There are different responses to uh, this their risen Savior and. Uh, we know there was doubting Thomas, but there are others that, uh, that, uh, that doubted in Jesus. Um, and he used uh, all uh, several times here. Uh, he says in verse 18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things which I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you all way, uh, even unto uh, the end of the world. Uh, amen. Uh, so this is the commission uh, that God gave uh, to uh, the disciples. Now remember, and, and I'm going to be preaching probably around this a little bit more tonight, uh, so I won't get into, uh, into all of it here this morning. Uh, but remember earlier on in the book of Matthew when we read uh, at the beginning time of the service that Jesus gave them an illustration. Uh, he says, pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he'll send forth laborers into his harvest. Now, again, I don't believe that we should send, uh, pray that God sends laborers into harvest uh, if we're not willing to labor ourselves. Now, I'm thankful uh, that God calls uh, men and women uh, to go to foreign fields uh, to spread the gospel. Um, of course, uh, we just celebrated the homegoing uh, of Brother Quinlan, uh, who served the Lord for 43 years in the Philippines. Uh, and um, and he, uh, before that, was, his dad was there. Uh, and so it's been you know, quite a while where there have been Quinlans that have ministering uh, there in Angeles City and around that. It's estimated uh, that uh, there, were, there are probably more than 200 churches uh, that have either been started directly from uh, the ministry of Mount View Baptist Church in Angeles City uh, or by seminary students that were trained uh, there in their Bible college, uh, or by churches that have been started out of uh, Angeles City, churches that they've started. Uh, and, and so uh, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of ministries. That's a lot of blessings, a lot of souls saved. And, uh, and that happened because somebody, uh, the Quinlans, uh, were willing to obey the Lord and to go. Uh, to a foreign country and live and labor in, amongst people uh, and, uh, and spread the gospel. And then, again, churches that have been in Australia and Vietnam and all over the place in Africa, others uh, that have been started uh, by missionaries that have sent out uh, uh, and church planters, etc., cetera, uh, from, from that church. Somebody's got to go. Uh, and and uh, you may be here today thinking, well, uh, I'm thankful 
that they go. Uh, and, uh, and what I'm going to do uh, is I'm going to help them. And part of our faith promise missions commitments and our ministry uh, philosophy about missions um, uh, again, I, 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 there's a million rabbits I want to chase right now, uh, and, uh, but I'm going to try to stay on task. Uh, we have, uh, we'll teach about our, our missionary philosophy biblically uh, and then give uh, you know, examples, etc., cetera, uh, in the weeks to come. Uh, but um, somebody's got to go, and we uh, participate, uh, and it's real easy. Now, one of the easiest things you can do in your Christian faith is give to missions. Um, it really, it's God, uh, you know, we, we think about uh, asking God to give it and give it through us. Uh, we, we think as, uh, as we are able, as the Bible says, we give and we give cheerfully and we participate in the, uh, the ministry and the fellowship, uh, fellowship of the ministry uh, to the, of the saints. And, uh, and there's all those aspects, growing in grace, the grace of giving, uh, and it takes money uh, and we do that and it's the easiest thing. Um, some people like they, they give money, they find, you know, like they found it in their couch or on the, uh, you know, the floor, uh, at the grocery store. And, uh, and they promise God that whatever that money that comes to them out of the blue money, uh, uh, they give it to the Lord. Some, uh, give uh, percentage amounts, whatever it is. Um, it's easy for us to do. There's outside of the money. There's no skin of the game in the sense of like, you don't have to go and risk your life. Uh, in a country that's a closed country or what have you. You give, I'm participating uh, in missions uh, in that way, and, uh, and it's a nice salve uh, that we can apply to our conscience uh, when we read uh, the verses in the Bible uh, that say uh, we're to go. Now, Jesus said, pray to his disciples. He said to them, pray, the harvest truly is plenteous, the labors are few, Pray, therefore, uh, that, uh, that laborers will be sent into that harvest. And so uh, they probably like uh, looked out and, and thought, okay, we can pray for that. We can pray that, uh, that laborers are uh, going to be sent out uh, into the harvest. That's easy to pray for. Uh, we, we say, let's pray for, pray for the state of Washington. We need more church planners. Or uh, pray for, uh, you know, we have missionary uh, that's coming to Siberia. Uh, and uh, how many of you here want to go to Siberia? <laughs> uh, and uh, it's cold, and it's, and it's, and it's a long ways away, uh, and, uh, but that's where they're going. God called them, and we say, praise God, God called them. Somebody was uh, supposed to go, uh, and, uh, and they accepted the call, and they're going. Praise God, I'm not going. And, and I can pray that God has sent laborers to Siberia. I can pray uh, that God will send forth laborers uh, into uh, Uganda, uh, and uh, where we'll have missionaries uh, visiting with us or wherever. We just had a brother from Ireland, uh, and uh, been, he's been there for 43 years. Uh, and, and, uh, and God is using him there. They're going to go. So pray. Yeah, we can pray. And so I can just imagine, uh, you know, Peter and James and John and everybody, uh, they're just praying. Say, they might even say, hey, let's go, over here. let's go over here and pray. We see Jesus. He goes off and pray. Let's go over here and pray. And let's pray that God will send laborers into his harvest. That's what Jesus asks us to do. Uh, so let's do it. Let's pray. And they prayed. Um, but guess what? At the end of Matthew, um, if, you, if you think about it for a second, uh, he answered, God answered the prayer. 
So they're praying in, in Matthew chapter number 9 that, that, that God would send laborers into the harvest. Uh, and, then, and then Jesus, uh, you know, says to them, um, uh, you go. You go. That's what he's saying here in, in chapter number 28 uh, when he says to them, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them. They're praying that God would send laborers into the harvest, uh, and then God commissions his disciples to do that very thing. And that commission that he gave to his disciples is a commission that is given to every one uh, of his disciples, not just them. He's given it to us uh, to take the gospel. Now, I know uh, that uh, as a, um, a preacher, uh, we, we, lay, we lay it on pretty thick when it comes to soul winning. Uh, we want people to be a witness and to share the gospel. But here's what some Christians think uh, is that they think somebody else is going to do it. Uh, and uh, and they even, even if we make application for the Great Commission as is, is it's given to the local church, uh, it's your commission because you're a member of a local church. Uh, but there's a personal side to this for every single disciple. And a disciple of Christ is somebody who uh, believes in Jesus and, uh, and follows Jesus and, and, and learns of him and, uh, and takes on his yoke. We, uh, that's why we say a person can be born again and not be very Christian because they're not Christ-like. They're not, uh, they're not trying to be like Jesus in their life. Uh, and so he says to the disciples, pray, uh, and then and later on he says to go. And so we'll, we'll look at that as a command. In fact, God says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Whenever God says it that way, it's a command, and we take it as a command, and that's fair. When we read this commission, it is a command of God. Uh, so when we, we know that God's told us to do something and we don't do it, it's what's called a sin of omission. We, we leave it out. Uh, it is just not the responsibility of, uh, of the model in the Bible uh, for churches where people get saved uh, and then they're baptized uh, as, as new believers uh, with believers' baptism. They're taught in disciple. We read about that. Uh, and, uh, and they're taught to be steadfast in doctrine and uh, in, in fellowship and et cetera. Uh, and they're to continue in those things that the apostles taught. And we learn about that all through the New Testament, what, what a local church does. Uh, and then, uh, then we share the gospel with other people. They get saved and they, they're baptized uh, and they're united with the local church. And they, in fact, uh, they're in turn are discipled uh, and taught all things. Uh, that, that Jesus has commanded us. And so we teach all of the Word of God, all the counsel of God, and that is the pattern. But what the New Testament church has done, or what they do by practice is, is they hire uh, or call a pastor, and it's his job uh, to win people to Christ and disciple them. And their responsibility is to just tithe uh, and give to missions and not participate in that commission. But it's a command. Uh, it, that God has given us. So, uh, so having said that, uh, for us as Christians to not obey God uh, in, with the commission uh, of, of reaching people with the gospel is a sin. Uh, so we can take that whatever way. If, if, if you, the Holy Spirit of God, uh, nudges you and says, you're not so winning, it's not right, and it's a sin against me, repent of it and, and, and do it. Again, you're not responsible. For the result, Jesus saves. Uh, we are responsible for sharing the gospel 
with people. So really, uh, it's, it's just uh, it's carrying gospel tracts and it's, it's telling people, hey, can I tell you um, some good news? And, uh, and it's sharing the gospel. Sometimes people like listen to you. Sometimes they don't. People get saved. Uh, people, you know, punch you in the nose. Uh, there are a lot of responses that can happen when you share the gospel with somebody. But that's our job. It's not my job. It's your job. It's all of our job. If you're with me, say amen. amen. And, uh, and so if you, wanna, uh, if you want to, um, uh, like some Bible scholars, uh, like Brother Schwanky would say, the cemetery professors, uh, and uh, we'll parse things or whatever, they say, well, uh, there's only one command uh, in uh, this, uh, this commission, and that is to disciple, uh, teaching all things whatsoever I commanded you. So it's to teach them the commandments of God, and that's the only one. And they say, go uh, is a present participle. Uh, and, uh, and so it's not a command, uh, but what it's basically saying is in your goings, or as you are going, uh, to, to do this. And, uh, and so I don't care if that's the way that you want to look at it, because it's still true. What the Bible says, as, you are, as you're going... Uh, and in your goings, uh, and uh, it, this is how you're supposed to live. You're supposed to be witnesses uh, for me uh, and, uh, and to teach all nations, uh, and that is our responsibility to do. And by the way, if it's an individual, it's corporate, it's a church, uh, the commission that God gives us. And so there's a part of that where our church needs to take uh, the Great Commission personally, uh, where we, as a church, reach uh, our area in our, in our state, in our country, and the world, with the gospel. That's why uh, we'll schedule missions trips so that, so that you personally are able to fulfill uh, the Great Commission by taking the gospel uh, to the Ukraine uh, or to Honduras or to wherever. We, we were going to go to Croatia uh, before the pandemic came, uh, and we'll have another one that we plan here coming up. By the way, uh, Brother Winkler will be with us in March uh, from Croatia. Uh, we'll be here uh, in our services uh, in Puyallup. Uh, so, so you, uh, it's not just about just giving to it. Uh, it, is, it is going to the mission field uh, and, and taking the gospel to every creature. Uh, so there's a part of me that thinks that every Christian uh, needs to do that for, for many reasons. Uh, going on a missions trip, uh, there's tons of blessings that come from participating in an event like that. But the greatest one is the obedience to the Scripture. Uh, and so if nobody, if nobody gave to missions, if nobody was reaching our area, if nobody was reaching into the uttermost, uh, our local church needs to do that. We can't say we're local church and then not obey uh, the local church commission. But it's me and it's you. We've all got to do it. And so it's going in. So he, he says you're going to, uh, you're commissioned, you have power, it's the authority. When, whenever uh, we... Uh, Go out door knocking, for an example. Or uh, you can make application to the coronavirus, whether or not we have church because there's a mandate, uh, if we're told this or that. The authority that we have to preach the gospel comes from God. Uh, and and there's, there's nobody that's more powerful and more in charge than God's in charge. N- nobody is the boss of God. All right. Uh, so when the governor says um, you need to do this, and it's contrary to what God says to do, we obey God rather than man. 
Uh, it's not a sin. We, we twist up Romans 13, and we've heard enough about that uh, during this pandemic. Uh, but all the authority comes from God. When I knock on somebody's door, I have all the authority of heaven uh, and, and God with me and through it, and, and I'm commissioned by Him. I'm His representative. Uh, and uh, so when somebody says, Sir, can't you read the sign, the no soliciting sign? Um, I'll go, no, sorry, I can't read. Uh, and uh, and I have said that sometimes. Uh, and uh, no, I didn't notice it or whatever. It wasn't big enough. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not soliciting. I'm not asking anything from you and, uh, and on and on and on. Uh, but there's just in my, in my brain, in my mind, in the back, I'm thinking uh, I have all the authority uh, of the God of this universe to knock on your door, ma'am. Um, and I do. And so do you. Uh, and he says that he'll be with us through every circumstance. And he says always, uh, and we're, to, we're supposed to go in our goings uh, or commanded to go uh, taking the gospel to people. Uh, and, uh, and that's what people need. Now, last week we had several people in the service uh, that made professions of faith. And I'm thankful for that. Um, but, uh, but we need, uh, we need I, I want to say, we need to see more people saved. And I like to see that, but that's not what I'm talking about. We need to see more people going. We need, to, we need to see more people sharing and telling people about Jesus. Uh, because you can, uh, people, there's people around you that, I mean, they are, they are afraid of all that's going on uh, in this world. Uh, and, and every day it's something else. We were watching the news the other night, like story, every, every story is like, it's like terrible on, on top of terrible on top of terrible. And, uh, and, uh, and neither one of us lost any sleep that night uh, because, because we really believe that God is in control. But we also know that the answer to every all of life's problems is Jesus. We're not going to find peace in anything else uh, but Christ. And so the person that is afraid uh, of, uh, of the infrastructure falling apart. Uh, and uh, one of the big news stories we've got, uh, uh, even people here that work in, in shipping and, and whatnot, is this, all, this, all this stuff and everything is all piled up in, in ship, in, on boats and can't be offloaded. And, uh, and, uh, and everything, the whole supply chain is going gonna, is gonna, uh, to just fall apart. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and a little bit of new, and then all of a sudden we're going to have runs on toilet paper again. Uh, and everything else, and, uh, and panic, and every, people are afraid uh, of, of what's next, because it seems like every single day another, another shoe drops, uh, and, uh, and there's more things to be uh, scared of. Um, but what they really need is someone with all the confidence and all the authority uh, of heaven uh, to take a Bible and share with them the good news of the gospel. Uh, and, uh, and then when you do that, um, you, you're basically, so, so um, what will you do with Christ? Um, he said he loves you and he'll save you. What about that? And uh, you say, if I say that to them, they're not going to like me and all whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, what you need to be more concerned is what Jesus feels about you not doing it. Because he's commanded you to do it. And he's given you everything you need to do it. He saved you. And by the way, you wouldn't be saved uh, either uh, if it had not been for some soul winner or some preacher or whatever. Somebody shared the good news with you. Maybe, maybe you're one of those type that you were just, you never heard the gospel before. 
uh, and you were alone uh, and reading the Bible and you got saved. And, and, and praise the Lord. Is anybody like that? Nobody told you the gospel, but you were just, you, you, you got a Bible somewhere and you read it and you got saved. Anybody? How many of you in here got saved because somebody shared the gospel with you? Look at that. Look at, just raise your hand. Look around the room. Okay. Um, then, then why is it that, that we wouldn't do that for somebody else? And uh, I've got, I have relatives uh, that they're, losing their minds about everything that's going on. And, uh, and there's a part of me that feels like they look at me and feel like, like I should be more scared. And that my, my response to everything going around is irrational. Like the lack of concern is irrational. Like you can't, like, you know, because that's how it is. Like you know, uh, you know, people are people are dying, and uh, and, uh, and it's on and on and on. And people and people that I know and love and care for have died from coronavirus. Um, I'm not saying it's not real. That would be dumb because it is real. Um, but 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 the, I've got so much Bible to to trust in in, in a Savior to lean on. Uh, and, and really a command from God um, to not be afraid. Uh, and and so, so they might think it's irrational. I look at them and think it's irrational. Like, you need to settle down. Uh, and in uh, all this, it's just, I mean, I have, I have relatives that literally will ride in their cars with masks on. And, 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 and if they see you in your car without a mask on, we'll roll their windows up. Okay? Uh, and, uh, and so, but, but their, fear is, their fear to them is real. Uh, and by the way, that person is a professing Christian, and, I, and so it, it befuddles me, and I just, I, I, I hear the stories and whatever, and, and, uh, but, here, but we're all, oh, to each their own, just let people be them, or whatever, and that's true, uh, we need to, but what people need the most is for you and I, who have the authority from God and a commission from God to share the gospel with people. When Jesus said, pray that he sends forth laborers into the harvest, I believe they prayed. But then I also believe that he said, you're the laborers. And you're the ones I'm sending. And, he's, and he commissioned them and sent them. Uh, and, uh, and, so, uh, when, and so God has God has every person that he needs to reach the world uh, with his message. Um, And you you should want to be a part of that. So my challenge this morning, and and, and again, I may be in here and around these verses uh, tonight, is we get in Missions Emphasis Month. We need to send people into our harvest field um, and and pray, yes. but, But it might be you that needs to go to the foreign field. Um, it is absolutely you uh, that God has called to reach the people of Puyallup. God may not send you, uh, you know, uh, to, uh, to the Middle East or wherever. We have Brother Sevalowski who, uh, who ministers in the Middle East and uh, to Jewish people in particular uh, and will be here. Uh, God may not, that might not be God's call and you might not be sent uh, to do that. And so you can say, well, here am I, Lord, send me and all the them living, living sacrifice, whatever. And God just hasn't, ha- hasn't rung my bell yet uh, to go somewhere and to be a missionary. Uh, I've got news for you. He did. 
you're a missionary right here. So even though you give money to missions fund uh, for foreign missions, you're a missionary uh, here in our Jerusalem. Uh, and and, and, and you've, you, have to, you have to understand that. You've got to believe it. Uh, because when we stand, I mean, there's so many things about, the Bible talks about warning people and blood on our hands, and, uh, and let alone the fact uh, people have been challenging preachers. Like, how come preachers don't preach on hell anymore? And, 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 and you, know, you know, what are we doing? It's all real. We just, we're just not here just to live and, 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 and pay our bills and have fun. That isn't why we're here. We're here for an express purpose that God has laid out in his word. And it is, and it is your responsibility as much as it is mine or an evangelist or a missionary. And, uh, and so, my, simply, are you doing it? Is it the great commission to you or the gross omission? Is it something that you keep in front of you every single day? I need to, there's people that I know and care for that, uh, that need Jesus. And, 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 you know, I've offered to say, okay, bring them to church or I'll go and visit them or whatever. But are you doing it? Are you visiting them? Take the gospel. Just say, hey, I, hey, I love you so much. And I, you, can, you can do all kinds of ways. You can say, you're probably going to hate me for this, but. Um, this might make you angry, but. And by the way, it doesn't stop you when you, you know that they're you know, a liberal of some way and you're a conservative and, and, you, and, you just, and you chime in about anything. And you know it's going to make them angry. Maybe you ought to say this. You know, I make you angry all the time. Here's another thing. <laughs> and give them a gospel track. You know, I'm only telling this because I love you. Uh, and Jesus loves you. And then you give, them, uh, you, you, you give them a gospel track or you open up the Bible and so challenging you to pass some tracks out and to pray for people and to share the gospel uh, you know, one time per week. I've got this in my margin from some other time uh, that, I've, that I've preached this uh, and find a person to, to share the gospel. And I've got a question there. It's in uh, like a cloud. It says, is this too much to ask? It's like we have a commission from God uh, but when the preacher goes, hey, you know, um, pretty, please, pretty, please pass out five tracks a week. And you're like, oh, please, like, really? And, uh, and, and, and for, for me, that's kind of like, you know, man, that's just a sad thing to see. The world is a dark place and it's getting darker every single day. And, uh, and things around us are spiraling out of control. Um, we need church more than ever. We need soul winners more than ever. Uh, and, uh, and this year, missions emphasis, I hope that we outgive uh, and, we, and we give to foreign missions. Uh, but the biggest takeaway for our church this year, and what I'm going to emphasize, uh, is that we, we do better in our mission field right here. And again, you're not responsible for the results. Um, but if you're like, hey, pastor, praise the Lord, I gave out 10 tracks this week. Amen. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, uh, with my coworker, and uh, we were we were in the truck and uh, and uh, and had opportunity, and I transitioned to it. And I shared the gospel with them. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Praise the Lord! It's, it's not up to you what happens. Um, what's up to you is communicating the truth. When somebody says, you know, I, I don't, you know, maybe the fact that you're just not, you know, spinning out of control and and, and a crazy person. Because everything's going around them, they might say, hey, why are you not upset about this? Why are you not scared? Um, you know, uh, we just need to, and, and I've told people uh, flat out um, in, in recent weeks, 
uh, what about this and what about that? And Jesus is coming back and, and on and on and on. And we should this and we should have this class and we should be teaching on that or whatever. And I'm like, no. What we need more of is soul winning. We need more gospel sharing. That's what we need. Uh, and uh, think, of, think, of this, think of it this way. I'm done. What good is it going to do you if you're a believer? And uh, I'm not saying, you know, we could have the, the, one of the volcanoes go off or whatever. You know, you put some canned goods away. And uh, we've already seen runs on stores, you know. And, uh, and uh, I'm not saying it's, uh, not, it's not wise to, uh, to have some canned goods and some, some uh, potable water and whatever. I'm not saying that. Um, but the rat, you could have a bunker and a you know an armored vehicle and you know a million rounds of ammunition and uh, and uh, you know you know a, a bazillion packets of ramen noodles and uh, and and the Lord comes then none of that's going to be of any use to you when the Lord comes back because if you're a believer you're out and uh, and so wouldn't it be better for us in our preparation for the Lord's return, to just do the stuff he told us to do in preparation? I mean, that seems to be the wiser choice. And, uh, and for me, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't want the people I love and care for to be, to be around during the tribulation period. I just don't, I don't want that for them. I, I, I've seen that they can't, they can't, like, I gotta, I gotta get the vaccine if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go to the Mariners game, and uh, and so when they need a mark to get bread, they're gonna get it, and I'm I'm afraid for them. And so, what's the solution? Jesus being saved, because if you're born again, you won't be here for the tribulation period. Uh, and uh, and so it's the best thing, sharing the gospel is the best thing you can do for yourself and for the people that you care for. And, uh, and so let's be missionaries right where we are. Amen. Let's all stand. Uh, and, uh, and we're going to pray today by way of invitation for that very thing. God, help me to be a missionary right where I am.